to the boys of 161st Street, episode 112. We're officially about a week into the season, huh, boys? Damon, perk up here, huh? I'm ready to go. What are you talking about? It's 12 o'clock at night. This is just, you know, getting after it. So, with me, Kev, Damon just came back from Yankee Stadium. The Yankees got the dub against the Orioles. So, let's get into it. It's a big week of baseball. Let's talk about it. We last talked to you guys the night after opening day. So, we got we, there's, a, there's quite a bit to talk about. We're trying not to overreact to things, but, you know, it is what it is. So let's talk about it. How are we, how are we doing, boys? Right now, before we get into it, to be professional about this, tonight you got myself, Luke, Chandler, Damon, and Kev. So for those of are asking about a professional show, now you have the intro right there. There we go. So how are we doing? So we don't, we're not doing the song thing in between now. Uh, that 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 comes in after. Oh, <laughs> oh, there we go. That's it. That's Kev's the ticket. Back. Welcome, Kev. So yeah, but I mean, we had some baseball played over the weekend. Won a game, lost a game, won a game. Things could be better. Things could right. be worse. That's I mean, the show. But I feel like I mean, I feel like a lot of people were reacting to like the first couple of games. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. But I feel like this, this is a common trend with Yankee Land because we expect perfection a lot of times during the during the season especially in the beginning of the season because well, because na- now now is like the 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 first time and like the one of two times where everyone pays attention you know it's the beginning of the season the end of the season where everyone's mm-hmm. paying attention and everyone and their mother yeah. everyone the mother right so it's like the first one or two games everyone is paying attention and everyone's such a critic everyone thinks they know the best so when you lose two games out of you know what? If the four games First three. played. What if yeah. three games we played already? Everyone's fucking freaking out. Like you know, give them, give them a break. It's it's been it's been two games. It's been a couple games. Let's let's ride it out and let's not freak out. Let's One thing I did want to bring up though is that those fans that you're talking about and those fans that are freaking out. Are the same fans that the first game too, which we didn't bring up on the first episode. Chandler wanted to bring this up, is that they were booing Staten, and we just went to the stadium tonight. And this is what Monday night when we're when we're listening my birthday. So you know, if you haven't DM'd us yet about my birthday, then go fuck yourself. But, oh my god! Oh my god! Okay, <laughs> no okay. But um, yeah, the same fans did it again. People are say today's your birthday. Uh, yesterday it's over. You're, oh. late. You're the worst. Uh, but, I yeah. agree, but. You're the worst for other, <laughs> uh, many other reasons, but well, also for this. I'll but get an extra. The Yankee fans are booing Stanton, and they did it opening day when he struck out. Granted, he did go 0 for like 11 to start the season. Is that a reason to boo a player? No. Well, they were booing him after Absolutely. his first strikeout exactly. in the first at bat. Okay. So they were booing him after that. So that everything that they did from the beyond that point lost merit because they already did it to start the season when he was 0 for 4, whatever it was, one day. So tonight they also did it. They booed him after his first strikeout or something pissed. like that. I got pissed too because I like Stanton. Kev, maybe not as much, but not as, but much, as, not as, much as I do, but he still got mad because he's not a Fairweather fan. And then Stanton hits a grand slam tonight. So where are those people at now? I guarantee they don't boo him next time. So it's just it's just crazy how quickly something like that. And you know what's funny? Before we move on past the Stanton Grand Slam, me and Kev now have a thing. Yeah, we do. 
We've had this thing going, Chandler, that it has been... I mean, we didn't even know what was going until it happened. No, right? we... Well, we had a thing before... No, you had a thing. You had a thing that was yeah. Gary Sanchez home runs whenever you go to a game. And that streak has been on again, off again. But this one, we're looking for a new one. And I remembered last time that I was at a game with Kev, Stanton hit a grand slam. And I was like, I looked at him trying to look for one of those new things to happen, like those new lucky things. You can't needed. look for them. They just no, have to No, no, no. They kind of happen. But it, I was remembering. It also just so But the situation it, set yeah. it up itself that Stanton was in a bases loaded spot. And I said, Kev, wait, remember when Stanton hit that grand slam when I was with you at that game? Maybe that's our new thing. Immediately after that, Stanton hit the grand slam, and then we started jumping for joy and just prancing around like just fairies. And it was. And this is like 2018, Stan. Like different Stan. 2018, before Michael K said you were in your pinstripe, Stan. He hit that grand slam. So, and then Rel looked at me and he was like, "Well, you have that whole Gary streak," and I was like, "Yeah." And he was like, "Well, if Stan hits a grand slam right here, this is a Stanton streak." I was like, yeah, it might be. Not thinking that there was any way that he was actually going to hit a grand slam. Then he hit a ball 5,000 feet, and he hit a grand slam. But How far did that actually go? 471. Felt that. Felt like it was pretty far. I feel like any home run he hits over 450, he should revert back to Mike Stanton for that home run, for that call. I know. I saw that. I saw you you said, welcome back, Mike Stanton. I love that, Chandler. (laughs) So we actually moved from – we were in the bleachers 202, and – yeah, the, the, you get a better view from center field. You know the center field bar? Are you talking, asking me? Talking, yeah, talking to you. Uh, Yeah. The center field bar. I know you're from not like here. Like standing room. But I've still been room. to a game before. Yeah, so the, the standing room MasterCard bar in center field. So we moved wow. to there because you got a great view. And we actually can see the strike zone from there because we were calling strikes and balls before. You can't see shit. So we went. I'm sure you were doing field. a bang-up job of it. Horrible job. So, yeah, we were... In center field, looking at the strikes and balls, there was just a better view out there. So, we were just we we're out there, and it was we were doing a bang up job, as you were saying, Chandler. But we moved there, and that and that sand grandson looked like it was coming straight for us. And that catch it. And we were talking before that, before any home runs were hit there, how far it would actually have to be to hit us in center field. That'd have to be like so. If Sands was four seventy one, and that shit was launched, that was six hundred. Yeah, it's like so five eighty to six hundred. Yeah, it's like five, and it's That's dead impossible. center too. It's possible. That's 600 feet, dude. It's far. But just to touch on what we were talking about before, like that, uh, the booing thing, like I've never been one that's been big on Stanton's Stanton side because Stanton looks like he is a lost baseball player when he's in the box like 90% of the time. Yeah, he hits some home runs, but like I hate that Stanton is so home run or bust, but I'm never going to boo the guy like He's I'm still, never going to boo at any person on the Yankees. Yeah, and and what I said to Rella today was like, if this is Chris Carter, like, yeah. <laughs> if Chris Carter is striking out for the 19th time in seven games, I might boo. But, like, why are you going to just go boo him and then he hits a home run? Everybody who, who was booing him before forgets that they were even booing him. Like, I'm not even a Stanton enthusiast, and I'm I'm not going to boo. So, I mean, put, put it this way, people. People are just looking for reasons to boo. It, it they sucks. Are, yeah. It's, look at this. Like first time back, we we were at the <laughs> we were at the game today, and Judge had a single, a home run today. Yeah, and he struck out. He with struck out base loaded, and people booed him off the booed him off the field right before Stan had the grand slam too. Like 
Why, like, why are you booing? Like, why are you booing this guy? And the same people that are going to boo him when he strikes out are the same people in right field that are going to ask him to throw the ball to him. Like you, you an no. inning later, you have done, you've done more than enough today already. Home run, single, right. produce, defense, like whatever. Especially against the Orioles, and the home run got the bats going. Everybody else was shit yeah, in the bat yeah. again. It looked like we were game. off to another lazy start, and then judge? here he comes. Yeah. yeah, and then he comes in, breaks the scoreless thing. But kind of what you guys were talking about, you know, it's the oh fuck, I just lost my train of thought. Like mid century. Well, never mind. You, I did. I was something roll. about. You were I was so, on a roll. Like, you were literally just like. Talking. I was really into it, and I just totally spaced. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you know if I think of it. So, I did have a point. What I was saying about Judge, Judge got it going, and Judge, I feel like Judge. I said that when he got that home run, Judge needed that, and not for not as much as Stanton needed. Stanton needed that so much, and you know what? I feel like the the mo of this beginning of the season is a lot of these players have a lot to prove. Mm, I got it back. A lot of these players, like Gary, has been. Playing well, I don't know if he didn't really do that well tonight, but it's okay. He had he had two great games, and I'm not gonna hold him to that. Like he had good two good games, and he's two of four now playing well. Judge has a home run now, and Stanton has the grand slam. I don't care if you go 0 for 11. Long story short, if you have a slow start to the season, it is a 162 game season. But it's and even that, too that, early to that say that translates that to everybody. Start. That's yeah, that translates to everybody. It's not a slow start. Like you it's said. like too early. It's to say just that. a you, you didn't get it going yet. That it's not a slow start. It's just like hmm. I got I got my started, train of thought back. I, I don't know. It's just like, you got time to figure it out. I'm not worried about anybody on this team yet. Are you worried? About, better question. Are you worried about anybody on this team? All right, we're going to address that, but my my man Chandler just figured out what he yeah, was Yeah, I say. figured out what I was going to say. You just fucking what, what, what's just, up? What's up? Okay. I mean, All right. So out the first time. There's one thing. Uh, I agree, but it's late, and you know that. Um, you know, one thing, there's a difference between overreacting and being upset about the same shit. Like, you can overreact and be like, yeah, whatever, he sucks or he's amazing. But be, I feel like it's completely logical to be upset at the runners in scoring position issues, the yeah. strikeout issues, shit like that. I don't think that's overreacting because we've seen it for four straight fucking years. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So that I'm okay with, but you know, it goes both ways. Gary Sanchez hitting a home run and people be like, Oh, come back tours on like pump the brakes a little bit or stand striking out one time. You're like, this guy's fucking worst. Pump the yeah. brakes a little bit. That's an overreaction. Getting pissed off about the other stuff. Fair. Yeah, and, like, with this team, it's, like, and that's, like, half the thing about playing in New York, and you have to realize that. And I, even as a fan, like, I was literally saying to, to them when we were in the stadium today, I love these fair-weather diehard fans because it's literally what it is. It's, like, it's a fan base where if you're doing good, we love you, but the second you do something wrong, we're going to boo you. Like, I love I love the way that, that everybody gets so into it. Like, standing at that Grand Slam – we're going up to people who we've never seen in our lives in COVID, like mask on, hugging people. Like, I don't even know them. Damon looked like he just won a million dollars. Like, <laughs> he's running around the stadium, and we're just all jumping up and down for joy. But those same fans are the ones that are booing Sand and ending earlier, which is like, that's what they have to deal with. But, like, when you see this shit, it's like, today I looked at the Yankees lineup. I'm going to the game. I'm in the car on the way up to Rell's apartment. And it says Hicks in the three hole again, and I see all the all the comments are like, "Why the hell is Hicks in the three hole? God damn it, I hate Hicks." 
Somebody said, hopefully if he does bad again this game, he gets moved down the lineup. Somebody replied and said. You said something. Somebody said, uh, he either gets moved down the lineup or even better, he gets DFA'd. <laughs> like, <laughs> we're going to designate for, for fucking, assignment. We're going to des- fucking designate for designate assignment. For assignment Hicks. is what that is. And we're we're going to release is- him. We're going to release Hicks. We're just that on Twitter. Uh, yeah, I, w- I was actually like genuinely laughing at the comments because it's like some people are like, everybody's doing bad. What are we getting mad at Hicks for? Somebody's like, I hope he gets DFA'd. Fuck Hicks. Like, it's yeah. literally been three games. Yeah, he's he had one hit in three games. Sure. All right. So aside from the, the random nonsense Yankee fans that are on Twitter, let's, let's actually talk about that Hicks three-hole thing because that was a big thing coming into the season. And now that we've got a little bit of a taste of it, I don't want to overreact to it. And I'm still not going to, but what are our current thoughts on it? Chandler, what do you think about that? So far, I mean, not to overreact, I didn't love it going into the season just because right. I feel like uh, I feel like a three-hole hitter. Ideally, LeMahieu, he's going to get his little, you know, uh, three, four-hole base hit. And then you have Judge, who's either going to double home run. I mean, he he's actually a decent average hitter, too. So, ideally, your three-hole hitter, you've got two people on. And... You have Hicks, who's either going to walk, which is going to load the bases for Stanton, who's home run or bust, or he's going to strike out, or he's going to hit a weak pop-up or something like that. I feel like Hicks doesn't consistently drive the ball hard enough um, to hit in the three-hole on this team. I mean, is he a three-hole hitter on the Orioles? Absolutely. Is he a three-hole hitter on a bunch of teams? Yeah, but not on this team. I'd rather see somebody that puts the ball and play hard more than he does. He has a good... He has good assets. He gets on base, and that's super valuable but not for a guy that's got the table set for him you mentioned you mentioned hicks being a three hole and like the orioles and other teams like that the royals you know the pirates whatever all all those other shittier teams yes he would be actually the the performance three hole hitter he would be the best player to play he would be the three hitter because of how good he is in those senses he's a three hole on our team because of circumstance and because he's the only lefty per se because he's a switch hitter on this team and that's just been the way the Yankees have been they care a lot about the righty lefty honestly if I was the coach I know the analytics prove that lefty righty matters but if when you got when you got a righty that is you know Giancarlo Stanton or Aaron Judge or Gleyber Torres and all these guys Luke Voigt I I'll take my odds with the righty righty and a lot of the numbers prove that some, I mean, I, I've said this last season when some players, when they did the pinch hit with Talkman over Clint in in that uh, playoff game, was nonsense to me because Clint's numbers against righties are actually better. So if you're looking at analytics, what are you actually looking at? So a lot of the things are kind of nonsense to me because it would make sense if all of the analytics proved to be correct, and that's what they're looking at. But sometimes they aren't even the numbers don't even add up. So that's why I don't even see why the lefty righty is so important to them when you especially when you have such great pure hitters in the team i feel like that isn't as big i know it's a disadvantage but to me it's not even that though i don't know it's not even that it's like we have in our in our fully healthy lineup we have one switch hitter and no lefties so yeah. why does it matter where we're putting lefty? Exactly. It exactly. makes no fucking difference. It's not going to change the pitcher that they put in because, or the, the reliever that comes in is he's, he's going to face less people. He's still get. you think they're going to be like, Oh wait, 
we're not going to put that lefty in because he's got to face that one lefty. It, it no, makes, he, it he's, makes he's no going to eat that one lefty up or face him and get a hit, whatever it may be, in their eyes, and then he's going to keep trying to mow through the rest of them. And they, it's not going to change the game plan if there's one. If it's mixed perfectly, yeah, then we're talking. That's game planning. That's what you do in MLB The Show and all that stuff and whatever it may be. But three batter minimum rules, too, is throws a whole wrench in the plan. But I, I, I'm not, I've never been one to care a lot about the lefty-righty, especially, like I said, when you have a team that is so fucking good anyway that these hitters can hit. They can mm-hmm. hit either side. I know Sten's numbers are disgusting against lefties, and there are some people that are very, very, very significantly better on another side, but, I mean, come on now. They're this team. They may all be righties, but they're damn good at hitting lefties or righties. Yeah, and, like, yeah. And I have something that we could kind of to counteract that. And I mean, because I'm just looking at today's lineup. Like, so behind Hicks, assuming, okay, so Judge LeMahieu, whatever happens there, either whether they get on base or not, Hicks's whole goal is to get on base, right? And so what that's going to do behind him, you have Stanton and then Torres and then Sanchez. So two out of your next three hitters are huge double play threats. When your whole purpose is to get on base, to get on first base, and have the force with two out of three guys that can hit into easy double plays. If he's in a three hole, you have to do some significant switching around in the four, five, six spot, in my opinion. That's the only way that works. Yeah. Well, I think that just to your point, like I, I completely agree with that. And because of that reasoning, I, I don't think that Aaron Hicks really fits in that three hole spot because you have a, you have Mayhew who is going to get on base you have Judge who hopefully gets on base, but you know, is that going to drive in a run, run all the time? Probably not, as he can get out most of the time, right? And you have Hicks getting up, and you want a guy at three to really kind of get more hits, right? And like be not not only not only get on base, but actually get a hit and move runners over because yeah, you want to have yeah, but you want to have opportunities for your cleanup hitter to actually get those RBIs in. That's how a lineup is supposed to be constructed. A walk only moves a runner over so far, and then a hit moves him over exponentially amount. Wait, like we, we were watching the game today, and it was, all right, LeMahieu gets a single. Judge walks. All right, now Hicks is up. Like, we, we were all expecting, okay, if he walks, you know, stands up. Like, we were never expecting, yeah. you know, he's going to get a hit. And he's either he's passing the baton a or getting out. Yeah, and it, it wasn't like a, a production a three at hitter. bat. A three-hitter. He's not yeah. a three-hitter. Yeah, and he's it. not. That's it. But it's, like, that's all seems, we need to say. It seems forced. It seems like a forced three. Hit. Yeah, for, it, it is oh, forced because he's a lefty. Technically, yeah. he's, he's a lefty. He, when he's you the lefty, lefty for the for the for all all intents and purposes, he's the lefty in the lineup. Well, he's a lefty when that's you why when you're there. in the lineup and you need a lefty. But like the way that the MLB lineup has like it's shifted. Like now, your your best hitter used to go at three, and your second best hitter used to go at four. Like you're you're like think about the Yankees lineup in two thousand like nine, it's like a rod in the four hole. Yeah, because that's the way that the lineup used to be structured. But now it's the guy that gets on base is one. Your best player hitter on the team is batting two, and then for every other lineup, it's like yeah, the guy that's gonna either drive in a run or move people over is hitting three. Now it's your third best hitter or. A guy you could rely on to get a home run or an extra base hit is going to bat three, and for us that's Luke Voigt, but he's not here. And he like actually, we actually have good news on him though; he's not going to be out for very no, long. No, he won't. Yeah. 
But like, guys. still, when you look at the Yankees lineup, it's like, no matter how you structure this lineup, it's DJ LeMahieu, Aaron Judge, and then a guy who might hit a home run or get a double, a guy who might get a home run or get a double, a guy who might get a home run or get a double. And that's why you put Voight, Stanton, Glaber in those spots, and then you put Hicks down to like six. Yep, that's exactly yeah. right. that's exactly where I, I was. Gonna I don't think they're. Yeah, that's no. Okay. Damon said that to me today. But we and Hicks about... fits so yeah. good in that six spot. And if we don't try to force that righty lefty matchup, yeah. gun to your head going into tomorrow's there. game. Who do you put in the three hole? Gun to your head. Natural, quick reaction. Damon, go. go. Clint Frazier. That's. No, Stan. I agree. Stan. No, that's what mine no, was. No, Clint Frazier's not a bad put there either. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, no, I like I like him. I'm in the saying back to, end, though. tomorrow, if you were c- constructing your lineup and you had to put a three hole hitter, I go Clint Frazier too. Go, he's been the best hitter on the team I'm so go far. Stan. I go Stan. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, that's, why that's not? not even... Why not put Stanton and Judge back to back? That's that's my question. I know you love Clint. I love Clint no, just as not, much. That's not the point. That's not the point. I'm not. I'm not making a bias. Well, he's hitting right the best not, right now. He's yeah. putting Apparently the ball he's in play. The best, but you don't want to move. He's putting the just ball in play. Just because he's hot hand doesn't mean you move no, him no, that I'm not, far ahead. I'm not sitting at all. I, I love I him just, at the back end. I I just I'm not the point. I'm trying to say is Tell like me the point. What I'm trying to say is that like <laughs> we don't high. we don't want we don't want Judge and Stanton two power bats who are going to mostly be prone to either striking out, hitting a ground ball, or hitting a home run. Back to back. That's it's just, true. It's just not productive. But I, the reason why I would put them back to back is because of the way you treat a at bat. Because when you pitch to a guy like that, I'm talking like just game plan. When you pitched, you played baseball. You played baseball. You were a pitcher, just like I was. When you're facing a batter, an Aaron Judge, right? You are pitching to Aaron Judge now because you know Stan's up next. You are not going to pitch to Aaron Judge if you know Hicks is up next. If Hicks is up next. You can afford to walk Aaron Judge. Who fucking cares? Because you can pitch to Aaron Hicks now. So if you have Giancarlo Stanton up next, you are no longer walking Aaron Judge. You are giving Aaron Judge pitches to hit and also to Aaron to Giancarlo Stanton. And then, that, yeah, you get and more then, pitches to hit. And that's why the best place in the MLB, they talk about the prime real estate to have is what Aaron Hicks has right now because he's sandwiched in between Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Sten, because you're gonna not pitch to Aaron Judge and you're not pitching to Giancarlo Sten, and you're gonna if you're gonna pick somebody in the lineup to pitch to, it's Aaron Hicks. So that spot in the lineup between the two is prime real estate. They've said it on Cohen has said it, Kay has said it. No, yeah, and, and that's why I'm saying there's imagine, no longer prime real estate if you just fucking line up murderers. Right now, imagine if that is you do whatever you're gonna do with DJ May. He was probably gonna get hit, a hit either way. Then you have Aaron Judge and Stan to pitch to back to back, and then Glaber Torres is up next. There you go. I'm like, saying that's then why I'm there's saying no lefty, relief. Lefty righty to me doesn't matter that much. I'd rather have just murderers row. Right. And you and you as a pitcher, if you're a lefty pitcher going up against all those guys, and you know it's those guys versus just random righties, I, I think you're a little bit shook. I agree. I, it's, it's, and I think that's the way that the thing. Yankees lineup different will be set up. Like when you're the Yankees and you have the lineup that we do, you could do that. And I think we should because there's not that much lefty righty to really take into consideration when there's one or two lefties on the team right now. Yeah, I agree. And only and if a left-hander's pitching, there's only one lefty. I'm really not worried about the lefty righty, but I mean, 
we're wasting our breath honestly talking about because we know they're going to keep doing it and lefty righty is going to be broken. Well, they know. I mean, yeah. they've, they've Aaron been. Boone said he, he was open to switching up the lineup. Yeah, I think I don't the think they. Yeah, I don't, but I don't switching think up the lineup. Switching up the lineup may be you know. Jay Bruce batting three. Yeah. Or, well, it was or, it was a Gardner response. Three. It, no, it was a response directly to when somebody asked about Hicks in the three hole. So, was but like, it's so it really yeah, is it was hard. before the game today. It's hard to manage our lineup with so much scrutiny because, like, what if Hicks was fucking four for nine right now? Then he's is not. anybody complaining? But yeah, but is anybody complaining about no, him being but, in the three hole? Probably not. Here's the thing: though, he's never been that guy. So why are we all? Why are we expecting? No, I know why, he's not. Why are we? He's not a three hole hitter. Him yeah, exactly. If Jay he's Bruce not. was four for nine, I would be cool with him yeah. there. But he's not, and I'm not expecting him to do that. Like I you're mean, saying, I don't think his performance would change our opinions on this because he is a walk hitter, and I and we've said this before. I would honestly, and I still stand by it. I know DJ's an awesome leadoff hitter. Hicks would fit semi well in the in the leadoff spot. I don't fully yeah, but if Hicks isn't you know, doing I don't, I don't, doing the three today, getting pitched to today, I don't feel as as strongly about that as I did before the season. Before the season, I was like, oh, you know, maybe we should test that out because you know Hicks gets the walks, it doesn't move the runners over, but then DJ is always on. He gets the hits and that moves runners over. But Hicks doesn't get walked as much if he's in the leadoff hole. That may be true. I'm just saying. You know, but we're that, saying that, I, I, I no longer am on is. that page. I'm no longer talking about that as if that's what I want. You know, I, I'm down for Hicks to be where he belongs. He's a he's a you know average player. He plays a damn good outfield. He has a damn good arm. He does what he needs to do. He's a switch hitter, which is great, and he could probably be a solid seven hitter. For but us. he's that, also get, where he's he getting the short end of the stick right now because like yeah no like not to defend him because he is striking out a bunch, but last year he had like. One of the highest hard hit percentages in the league. They were just going right at people, and like his his stats last year don't show the way that he was swinging the bat. He actually had more walks than strikeouts. It was like one of nine players or something like no, that. No, I'm saying so, he's striking out I, this year. No, 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 no. I'm saying last year. Or no, I'm I'm agreeing with you. Yeah. But I'm just saying that you know I, his strikeouts for me aren't that much of a concern this year. He just looks lost right now. His timing looks off. They're talking yeah. about it the other day too, and you can see it. He's jerky up there. Mm-hmm. Everything yeah. he's doing just looks off. And I don't think that's a player issue. That's like I said. That's just a timing issue. That's a yeah. you know whatever. He he'll be fine. But in the even if he is at his peak performance, I still don't want him in the three hole. Me either. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like my biggest thing today was like when we all look at Hicks in the three hole. There's a reason we all wrote it down to talk about it because like none of us like him in the three hole. No, and none of us are arguing for him in the three hole. But it's a lot different than. Any person who says they're a Yankee fan and looks at his numbers and says, well, why is this guy in the three-hole? He fucking sucks right now. Like, if it was standing in the three-hole or Voight in the three-hole and they were hitting this bad, people would still complain about it, but with what basis? Like, the only reason it's fine is because we know that there's better people for the three-hole. Yeah, yeah well, also, like, just just being the, being the icons of the New York Yankees, like Judge and Stan, they're just easier people to hate on. So they yeah. they have a they have a very shorter leash, yeah. In terms of Yankee land, like giving them scrutiny, <laughs> yeah, criticism and scrutiny, yeah. All right. So fun little thing I saw today. Just kind of wanted to see what you guys thought about it. Um, I saw that Mike Talkman's been working out at first. How would you feel about maybe working him in, Fuck sitting man. Bruce a little bit? Because yeah, I mean Bruce has kind of not been great. Bruce has yeah, been. I mean, he had the, 
He had the big hit, but it was a yeah, jam shot. They got Our lucky first on. First game, he got it. He oh, got yeah. a little. Okay. I don't know. It's, it was see, like a fifty-two is... mile an hour exit velo like blooper, Here's... which it, it was a little birthday luck. But this I'm just too early for me to say to write off Bruce because I'm know, not writing him off. No, I'm no, just no, saying. I know, I know what you're saying, but we were just not us specifically, but the Yankee Land was raving about Bruce being the guy. He's batting three fifty in the spring. Spring doesn't fucking matter whatsoever. But I'm not here calling for, you know, I mean, first of all, Voight's on his way back soon. So this is a temporary problem. Is he? Yeah, yeah. It's, it said around May. So and remember when Judge was supposed to come back in a week? I know. I get it. We're we're all fucked up in the head and we're all, yeah. We all have trust issues now. But they tell us that it's May, so I'm going to assume it's June. So whatever it may be, Voight will be back. We'll win games without him, whatever it is. Are we going to miss the playoffs because Voight missed a couple months? No. No, so he'll be back by my That's birthday. why I'm not worried about that. I'm so, bored in August. I'm still yeah, excited about Bruce, birthday. but Bruce is but, a bench bat. That's what, what he was supposed before, to do when yeah, we brought I, him on. I don't think I'm ready to call on, you know, Dietrich from the alternative site, whatever. They don't have alternative. From minor league camp. I'd right? rather Dietrich be here to start. You wanted that from the beginning, though. I did. So that's not changing. Nothing changed. No, but I, I'm just, not hating on Bruce. I'm agreeing with what you're saying right now. Yeah, no, I, nothing has has changed for me that I think. I mean, Bruce is just doing his job. He's playing first base, and he, he's not doing it awesome, but he's not doing it horrible. Like, there's to the point where I want to just call for his job. Like, no, nothing. Nobody on the Yankees has been to the point where I'm ready to say, "Hey, I don't." Just, time for you to step out for a second. That, like, Even that, wait, I'm not calling like, for his throwing job. Throwing the ball in the into the stands, like. Purposely, you can't call for anybody's job exactly. after four games. But that, that brought I'm not up one, calling for one his job. Thing. That's what you're like getting wrong. I'm not calling for the guy's job. I'm just saying it was an interesting thing. I wouldn't hate to see it just because right now he's a temporary solution, just something we're throwing out there. That's exactly what Talkman would be. The whole reason Bruce was here in the first place was to be a power bat off the bench. Yep. So, and it's like we have. It's not like we're losing anything. Through, yeah. The crazy thing is like they're all fucking lefties. Like, we have one lefty in the lineup, so we're pushing him to the three-hole. And then we have Jay Bruce, Talkman, Wade, Dietrich, Gardner, our entire – and Ford. Every single one of them is a lefty. So do we pull – So pull, we're just we, deciding pull, between the lefty to throw into the lineup. Do we pull a raise and do a lefty only? No, because they all Remember suck. Remember when they do that shit? Breaking news. Breaking news. If you want to play your thing, not really breaking news, but it's kind of funny. Open, but... uh, uh, fans just tossed a full garbage can on the field at Angel Stadium to taunt the Astros mid-game. Oh, nice, love that. Love that. <laughs> That's it's huge. really impressive. You know what? I I think the Angels. Aside from that, this on top of it, but Angels might be like my side team. Uh. Them, them, and the White Sox. I like. I, I, I get always the liked, fuck away I liked from the White Sox. White Sox. I, I like, mean, they're our biggest comp right now. No, exactly. Why do you? Yeah. Well, un- until until the fuck. I mean, I'm not going to root for them against us, but I'm just saying. You get, I mean, I can like other teams. No, you have a team that you. I'm the rooting for, I'm this rooting, I'm, with Otani and Trout. I'm rooting for the Angels to make the playoffs. The How could you be an Otani fan after he robbed fuck one of our Ohtani. own? Otani, I fucking hate. Ohtani. I'm just saying, Otani's been looking good, and and I want them to. I want Trout to make the playoffs. Sorry, but back to the Yankees. One thing that I did want to uh, bring up before we move on from Sten, we want to talk about some pitching after this, but something I wanted to bring up about Sten that I was a little bit juiced about, as Chandler would say, is what. <laughs> 
Boone said, and I talk, I I yelled at you about this. Chandler, me, me and Chandler had a little bit of a, a spat about wrong. this. He phrased it wrong. Me? Mm-mm. No. He phrased it wrong. We have a spat about. Boone, nah, not, not a spat between me and you, but it was a spat between me and Boone because he obviously misspoke. Yeah. But what he did say was, because Stanton got the off day after, on game three. Uh, so he said... Stan is obviously not going to play five games in a row. Okay. You know, naturally, you know, he didn't play five games in a row. He actually played two games in a row. And actually there was a built-in off day between the two of those games because there was opening day, day off, and then second game. And then you get the day off after that. So you're really playing every other day to which I can do that because I, and I'm out of shape. I Peloton once in a while, but you know, I am no, I'm not in game shape, but I'm not, I also can DH mind you. He's a DH. So I'm what just I'm just meant. I'm just curious why he needs an off day like that as a DH. He does. I, I read well, a hey, listen, thing. I am I am a big big time stand supporter, but come on, and that's not on him. That's on the people pulling the strings saying, "Hey, he needs an off day." I get it. We want him in the playoffs, but also, no. also come on now. All uh, from was, my understanding, Stanton I read it. Not well. Stanton is over, so we're going to. Give him reset. an off day it's a reset and build it in as a scheduled off day. But really, he's hitting like shit. So how about we give him a day to collect himself? Yeah. And then let's see what he comes back with. That's all that was. Boone said I read it, like it a too. Off. Somebody was talking about it. I think it was like Jack Curry or somebody. But they were like, yeah, that's to clarify on that. That's not a this isn't a set in stone. Every five days, he's going to yeah. be off. It was like we're going to work it at, at the beginning of the season take you know maybe it'll be every fifth maybe it'll be every seventh and then kind of work him into the everyday role he hasn't played a full season in two years we're just gonna take it easy with him at the beginning kind of like an extended spring training and then go from there build him up and i just longer than normal think it's that i i genuinely think it was he's not doing well so we're gonna give a reason to to call it an off day i mean before before today's game he was the only person yankee was not without a hit yeah and, and Aaron it's Hicks a big time reset Yankees. button. You know what? When you think, I mean, here's the thing. Yesterday, we were all shitting on this decision. And we were all like, oh, why is he need a day off? He needs his reps, yada, yada, yada. Comes back today and hits a fucking ding. It's dinger. fucking Grand Slam. Four, it seven, worked. Four, seven, one, <laughs> it worked. And we're the guys talking about it and trying to figure out what what decisions are there to make. And, you know, maybe maybe that was the right decision. Yeah, does it hurt? It, it looks like that maybe the right if decision. We, if we win we seven know. nothing today. Hindsight's 20 And he hit a fucking 500,000 foot Grand Slam. It almost yeah. hit us are we in mad? the fucking batter's eye. So, you know, maybe these little reset buttons are not the worst thing in the world. And I don't think that we should think too deeply into it i think I agree. initially we were like all right like why is you know because we we have ptsd as yankees fans so yeah like, why is yeah. why is he not playing what's that's going what on? we're more worried about yeah so yeah. as long as he's okay like okay reset button great exactly fine, whatever come back and you know you know be be refreshed and see the ball better and come back and you know produce for your team the next game that's that's completely fine but as long as um, as long as you're not hurt, yeah. As long as you're not hurt, and as long as you're communicating that with us, I'm cool with it. We're so stressed out that in the ninth inning, when Chapman comes in to pitch today, we're standing out in the outfield, and Clint Frazier moves to right, and Talkman comes into left, strictly for the reason to get Mike Talkman some innings and let Judge sit down. Fucking Rella looks at us and he's like, "Judge is out. Judge is hurt." <laughs> I mean, like, am I wrong hurt. for me feeling? No, like that's that, how though? traumatized. Dude, we are. did you see Gary's? Eat shit in the dugout. Yeah. Oh, and Rella, Rella said, 
He stood up and Rella was like, oh my God, I fucking love him. He's not hurt. I thought like, he that's, died. That's what we like, base things off of now. No, I, I legitimately hurt, thought. We love you. If, if you didn't just get an injury from doing a simple baseball move, you are the man. Like, no, I, I we saw owe it. you forever. You know what? I, I said, let's go, Gary. Like, you made that play. You're making the effort at least. And he didn't even make the play. And the, no, he didn't. No, it was make, an error. He didn't make was... the play. Yeah, I, I wouldn't consider that an error. It was it was scored an error. I don't give a shit about scoring or an error. I saw the well, play. I'm just, was, I'm just telling dude, you. He was up. on. He was in the dugout. He was in the first baseline. How's that that's scored not, an error on a foul ball? Error. Yeah, right. It hit him in the face. He slipped. Yeah, but he was all. Yeah, the way. that's not an error. He's all the line. Regardless, have you watched it on TV? No, I saw it. In no, real but life. I mean, how is that called an error if it's not in play? You can have an error on a foul. He dropped a pop up. A foul ball. He pop was up. down the first. It's base still line. a pop. Up. Regardless of what that's it news regardless me, of what it was, he tried, and I was like, <laughs> I was tried. loving the effort, and that's all. That's what I liked out of Gary. I mean, these uh, according to the fans, he's notoriously a lazy player. I have. Bit, I've called him lazy a few times. And that's what I'm trying to say. He's not lazy. He's <laughs> overweight. He's not lazy. He's just, like, slow. Well, he got there. Speaking of, Oh, never mind. I completely disregard. So, I will. we got, we kind of got off track. So, let's talk about the next topic. I got a good topic Please. for us. Please share. I'm fucking absolutely dying for it. Are you juiced for it? I am shaking in my boots. So... It's actually a pretty interesting topic. We're going to switch gears here to pitching. So, you know, buckle up for that. I got Consider me strapped in. Huh? Do I have to eat some words? You're about to, yeah. Um, so, Kev, before the season and throughout his life, has shit on Johnny Luizaga, and he's not alone. I'm going to be honest. Time I, and time again, I have. Y- you're not alone. I'll wear it. You're not alone. I'll wear it on the chin, too. I've been a supporter from him from day one. Just want to throw it out. Same. I would like to join that bandwagon. Listen. Nobody asked you to. Just let me. I'm still setting up the scene. Hold on. Nobody asked you to. So, it's not just about him, too. There's another person that that has not been mentioned yet. The Kingman? Okay. Well, you just get a spoiler alert. But, yes, it's Mike King. You don't get all the glory. Let somebody else... Mike King and Johnny Wiseman. I was going to set the scene for you guys. This is horrible radio. So I would just like to speak my piece on Johnny Wiseman. Can I I set the scene? We're going to set the scene on they pitched back-to-back games. They pitched fucking good. Paint me a picture. Paint me a picture, Rella. I said Wiseman was going to be bad, and he's good. Okay? What are their roles going forward? Because let me read some stats out for you. So Mike King... can Mike, I go without the stats and tell you the shut role? Shut the fuck up for a second. Um, Mike King. I'm gonna went, shut up. Channel. Mike King went six innings pitched, one hit, zero runs, one walk, three Ks in relief. That was the other day on Domingo's debacle of a day, and still lost. Still lost, but that doesn't matter. That's that's a nice that's a nice uh, night. That is awesome. That is a very that's phenomenal. N- that's awesome, and that's what you want. Tired sixteen straight, huh? He retired 16 straight. Unbelievable. So that, along with, I don't have stats for Luizaga, but I mean, his stuff looked damn Luizaga's good. Luizaga's stats I, unless, were good. Unless I was told otherwise. I, do you guys have stats for Luizaga? Because he, no, his stats were good. On his line. because He doesn't do... He, I mean, King went six innings straight, but Luizaga goes on again, off again, so I don't have specific stats like that for him, but... I mean, he didn't look like he was walking as much from the eye test. I could be so wrong, but, you know, we've always talked about this before. 
Loazga has the stuff. And he, I've even said that. Loa, and you have said that too. But that's obvious. That's why. Nobody, Loazga, nobody in their right mind no, is yeah, going to say that. Nobody's going to say Loazga does not have yeah. the stuff. It's just he's always been so wild and he never can figure it out. Yes. So, and, and he seems like he's figuring all it out. right. We're four games into the season. He came in on a Is that not a good day. thing, though? It's a great thing, and I'm rooting for the guy. Obviously, he's, he's wearing pinstripes, right? So I root for him. He came in on opening day, and I and I went to opening day with my girlfriend, and we were sitting there. And, hey, congrats on the sex. And it said, Jonathan Loisega <laughs> is now coming in to pitch. <laughs> and I looked at her, and, and she was like, why do you why look you so upset? Him? And I said, because Jonathan Loisega is coming in to pitch. She was like, what's wrong with him? And I said, oh, the only thing wrong with him is that he's fucking bad at baseball. Then he pitched good. And then he came in the next day and he pitched good. I think. He pitched great twice. I think it's actually sustainable. I mean, he's got good stuff. And I was listening to Boone talk about it. His whole thing to Louise again, he carried it from spring training over into the regular season, was just, you know what? Just throw strikes. If they hit the fuck out of you, let it be. Like, But throw a, throw a goddamn strike. If you throw strikes, good things will happen. Yep. And so far it's paying off. He's not trying to, you know, dot the corners and do anything crazy. He's letting his stuff play. And if if he can put together a string of outings like this, I don't yeah. think there's any reason that he can't be a high leverage reliever. And on what this is team. somebody who's going to put on these earphones and put himself on a podcast if he can't admit that he was wrong? Who? Me. Yeah. I was fucking wrong, and I hope I'm fucking wrong. I do that all the time. <laughs> but, I'm, I'm wrong frequently. But what I'm saying is... We're all wrong. My all whole point about Loisega was if you can have that good of stuff and locate, you'll be dominant. But I just could never see him throwing consistently in the zone and then, and then actually putting away people. Usually what he does is throw ball one, ball two, ball three, fastball down the dick, fastball down the dick, home run. Ball one, ball two, ball three, ball four. Fastball down the dick, home run. His biggest problem. That's why I fucking hate him. Walking. He he had the stuff to strike. Right, and when you when you have the stuff to strike people out, if you could locate here and there with your off speed, then you you, then you're dominant. But he can never fucking do it. How old is he? Twenty six. He's young. Damon Romeo. He's young. He's young. That's the thing. Like he actually twenty six. Yeah. Why do you know that? I know things. Random things. I drink and I know things. I just have random thoughts in my head all the time. I don't know. But anyway, he's actually 26? Yes, he's I'm like 20, Just 90, the 98%. Jonathan Lewisaga Rain Man. Yeah, what? I, I didn't know you were this big of a Johnny Lazaro I've been big on him for a while, but that's not the reason why I know his age. I just think I remember that for some reason, but someone fact-checked me. I don't know. I'm fact-checking you. Don't worry. All right. I really hope I'm right. It's really cool. He is 26 wow. on the money. Stay hot, Damon. How about that, huh? Math pod. Wow. But, I think we just ended it there. That's not bad. <laughs> I don't know. He, Can you he, grab me a beer? No. Um, cool. He's <laughs> he's in a second. <laughs> Chandler, how about you? Uh, yeah, you got about like twelve hours to come down and get it. Shipping's from South Carolina. <laughs> no, I'm not shipping it. You can drive down and get. It. I'll be waiting at the door it? with open arms. I was just saying he's always had the stuff like we talked about, and I've always had some sort of confidence in him. I've always liked him as a pitcher, but his like. You are the worst. This is terrible radio. But he, his, um, what? Go ahead. 
You're distracting me as we're as we're talking. Yeah, well, um, I was just saying that like his his accuracy is all over the place sometimes. That that's like kind of what what sets him apart. And that's why like he's not as consistent as yeah. He can't he can't find the zone for shit. Yeah, he's got the stuff. We said that before multiple times, dude. That change up, gross. dude. He's fucking good at. He's got he's... some gross pitches, and that's why I'm I'm excited dude. about him. And I I fucking and, hope so. And he's I just have, a fucking no, loser. I've like, been. He one... comes in in game five of the fucking playoffs. What do you want me to be fucking happy? I've said it. I've said it before too. I'm with you. I'm with. I mean, am I feeling great when he comes in? And I feel like he's used so often. Because, yeah, because and that's he's why that, I because he's that, up so often. Because he's that starter turned reliever guy. So the, he, he's basically what I said last so our episode. Our entire bullpen. He's basically yeah, what I everybody. said. He's what I said last episode about what they wanted tried Chad Green to be, and now Chad Green just cemented himself into be that like setup or seventh inning guy with whoever's injured, but whatever it may be. Chad Green turned into a one inning guy, and now Loisga so is now that long reliever guy, which Chad Green used to be. But when's the last time you saw Chad Green go more than one inning? You haven't. So yes, he did yes, the he other day. Does. Literally, his very first outing of the season, he you went. Can, you can't count the one where he goes one out and then he finishes. The yes, I can. Is that, no, well, I mean, two full me how innings. many? I don't. I don't mean when he gets one out in the end of the fucking I mean, third. It's just really and then he goes subtle. To the, he finishes out the fourth. That's not what I mean. I mean he goes. He used to go two full innings. Like six outs. We that's don't. We talked about this last episode. We don't need him to do that right I now. Get it. So and why... that's what I'm saying. I'm saying that's what Loisga is becoming now because there's a vacancy in that area, and they use Loisga to do that all the time. And I think it's him and it's Mike King. So that's why it's good that we looped them Which together because Mike Side King, note. who's doing this and he's doing it good, six innings pitched, one hit. Three Ks in relief, one walk, zero runs. How you doing is what Mike King is about right now. And Mike King, maybe you don't have a spot in the starting rotation, which you sure as fuck do not, but you may have a spot on this roster as a relief guy who can go like the old Chad Green. And that's, I think, maybe where Mike King lies and maybe where Loisaga lies. Loisaga honestly may have more of a shot to be a reliever guy, if he could figure out the relief thing, uh, the, the the control thing, Mike King may be that new Chad Green if he could if he can figure uh, this. I mean, how big this, is it? I don't want to re- overreact to this, but if he can continue something similar but to this, how big is very it? Very Michael have King a, have and Johnny Lazaga can both do that long relief. Because then it's our starters only need to go five. Because it's pretty that's damn the, good to have two. Of that's them. what the Yankees have pride themselves on. Like I saw somebody on Twitter five innings and then. The bullpen will come in and take care of it. I saw somebody on Twitter called uh, Loisaga. I'm quoting them here. Tommy Tight Pants 2.0. Like Tommy Canely 2.0 made me laugh. No. God. Is that? God, no. Do not call him Canely. I saw it on Twitter. It made me laugh. Because Canely figures it out. I mean, I disagree. It was just he threw a nasty changeup, and somebody was like, holy shit, is this this Tommy Canely reincarnated? It's like, not quite, but I'd like the enthusiasm. But, I mean, it'd be huge. If if Michael King and Johnny Luizga could both go from the fifth to the seventh, then we bring in Darren all day. All day. And then Zach Britton comes back from injury. And then we have Mr. Chad Green also. And then we have Chapman. I mean, we're in a great spot. Our pitching has also been absolutely phenomenal. I don't know what's going on with that. Why, Who would have why? thought that Domingo would be the worst one? And with, oh, this man. is with King, Loisaga, 
Sessa, you know all them that, that Domingo would be our worst That's one. That's fucking huge, though. That's good. Chandler, talk because, to me about Sessa. Because how bad could have Domingo looked? I mean, I he gave up two talk home runs. I will get arrested, but I hate That's his Luizaga for me. Yeah, I just uh, don't have. I have nothing good to say about him. Like, if you don't, I, I, mm, I hate that motherfucker with every bit of fiber of my being. But no. you know what? He pitched well today. Did he? Because you know, I when he when he hopped on the bump, I was obviously at the game, so I didn't see the numbers or anything like that. But when he was on the bump, that was when I looked up at Kevin and said, "Hey, if you guys are down to go, I, I'm I'm okay to leave." Yeah, he was good. He was good to go. And then I said, nothing. "I bet you Chapman's coming it was, in next." It inning. was seven nothing, and Sessa was on the bump. I was like, "Okay, it's, it it could be time to go." I, I'm not yeah. one to leave games early, but you know, if Sessa's in the bump, I, I'm okay. Yeah, because you know, Honestly, it's just you, know down. you know that's how much I don't really like Sessa that much because. You know, first game back at Yankee Stadium too. I was down to leave early. Honestly, it was, it was a little, it was a little nippy. Sessa out is the pitcher that we're either down bad with no, with no chance of coming back, or it's plus or minus seven with no chance of losing. It's plus or minus. No, seven you runs. do have a chance of losing when he comes in. That's yeah, the thing. Do. It doesn't. Do. It does not <laughs> right. matter what the score is. So it it could be fourteen nothing, situation. and you put right. that piece of shit in at fourteen nothing. Guaranteed, he leaves fourteen eleven with the bases loaded. <laughs> You're right. You're right. So Chandler, it was a save situation tonight. I fucking, I mean, it should have been. Safe situation. I, I fully expected it. I was uh, watching on my phone. I turned it off when I saw Sessa. Like, I, was, I don't want to watch that. And I was busy. I was like, I'm not going to like slack off of my other shit so I can watch this bum. <laughs> and I fully expected when I tuned back in to Chapman in a 7-6 game. But he didn't. He didn't. No, he didn't. He did great today, to his credit. Do I think he's ever going to do that again? No. Every time he's on the mound, I think he's going to give up a home run every the, pitch. When he's on the mound, the game usually doesn't matter. But we'd we'd be we'd be wrong to not talk about Kluber's start. And oh, all I'll say about Kluber is you. everybody said that Kluber. I, I was kind of pissed off because I was listening to the game and they and David Coney Coney's talking about. Kluber's control looks better than it did in spring training. I thought that that was absolutely false. He had two innings where he couldn't locate a fastball. But the thing about Kluber, he's a fucking dog, and he worked out of it. Kluber got himself out of sticky situations. He pitched himself into him, but he worked himself out. And Domingo lets up two two homers. But other than Domingo's two homers and Kluber's bad inning, how fucking good does our pitching look? I mean, Kluber did great. Gumby's Kluber did great. showed his big Gumby brass fucking, fucking three Kluber, young Kluber nuts as well. out there. Kluber as well, but Gumby's pitching line was six inning pitch, four hits, zero earned runs, zero walks, seven Ks. So Cy him, Gumby. So him along with Kluber, I, I I was happy with Kluber as as long as Kluber did what he did right there to keep the game close. He was he gave up two runs, I think it was, and he didn't get hurt. I mean. First game back off injury. A lot of people. Two some, years. So in two years, twenty six innings pitched in the last two years. Some people. I there. One of my friend's brothers. He commented on some post I saw on on Twitter, and he was saying something about how like how do you have Kluber be the two and this and that, and it's like, dude, give the guy a fucking break. He didn't well, even. Right. He, well, he didn't even pitch bad. Number one. Number one, he didn't. I mean, it's he great. Didn't, and he didn't say anything about this about Domingo, which is even worse. So I, I, this guy is just no merit whatsoever going on with his points. But it's just this guy has not pitched in two years, and he pitched 
very, not even adequately. I was happy with what he did Kluber wise. And I, and I think he'll keep build on that. And that's just the first of many. And he, I hopefully the first of many because he's, you know, coming off injuries and I hope he continues to not be hurt. So they're hopefully the first of many. And you know, this is a building situation, but in terms of Montgomery, we're, I know we're going on all of these, kid pitchers, dealt. all of these pitchers right now, kid dealt tonight. And he is one of the, the only pitchers on this team that has kind of pitched last year. You know, there's Garrett Cole and there's him kind of. You know, not kind of. No, it's it's Garrett Cole and then it's him for starting pitchers, and he's also coming off of his Tommy John, but it's it's an extra year removed. So he had that kind of rehab year, but it was during a half year. So you know, whatever happened with that, but you know, this might be this might be a coming out party for Montgomery. I mean, he, this is a good first start for sure. I'm not going to overreact to that, but I hope he continues it. And if he's a middle of the pack guy and he's doing things like that. It's a pretty scary team we got. How about a huge shout out to the 34 year old Mr. Lucas Lester Lute, whatever the fuck his name is. I mean, first strikeout since 2015. Good for you. That's Licky? fucking cool. Licky. Yeah, Licky. That's his thing. Yeah, yeah. J Hap. Don't call. Relax. Him. Don't don't insult the guy. He PTSD. came out there. He's a good story. Don't he ruin his like career J-Hap. already. I literally, I like, I will cancel. Are you him. telling me he doesn't look like J Hap? I don't, I don't want to believe it. J-Hap. So speaking of lookalikes, he looks like J-Hap, and <laughs> I don't know if this is accurate to you guys, but when I saw Kluber in his in his second game pitching, I looked at him, and there was one camera angle that he was turned towards the other side, and he looked like Murr from Impractical Jokers. And I can't unsee it now, and I posted that. A lot of people liked it, so I think I'm not alone, but I was wondering your guys' take on that. Valid, valid. Yeah. Okay. So I can make I can I get the go ahead to make a pick stitch. I mean, you already did. So no, I didn't. <laughs> I posted a it was a thread. It was a thread, but now I'll post a pick stitch. Go for it. So, Damon, what what about our starting pitching? Good morning, Damon. What do you mean? What about our, I what saw Damon napping over there. What do we? What do we? For those wondering what I mean, go back to thirty minutes in this YouTube video or podcast, and you can see Damon was there was a vacant spot in in slot two. <laughs> what do we say about? So, what do I mean? Not is, today. <laughs> not today. I'm just here so I don't get fined. What do, What do we think though? Like, I mean, uh, my analysis is Cole obviously, and then we got Kluber did well enough for me. And we got Domingo, two home runs, not great, but I'm sure he'll be better. Montgomery looked so. fucking great tonight. We got Tyone tomorrow. Cole's Cole, tomorrow. and then Tyone. Cole yeah. then Tyone. Oh, that's even better. So we're gonna yeah, see we very go. very cool stuff. I mean, here's the thing: three out of four people have been great so far, and I think Domingo can turn it on. Yeah. So that's and it's all it's all great signs pointing to a successful rotation. And if Tyon can come out and actually do well too, then like mm. that's just that that's like the extra cherry on top if he can also be a viable starter in this rotation. Exactly. You know? Like, and imagine our problem is done so well. Imagine when I'm going into game exactly. When I'm going into the game four of the season and I'm more worried about the lineup than Jordan Montgomery, Huge. our pitching's doing pretty 
doing pretty well. And I'm not even worried about the lineup. I'm just saying. I know, exactly. But I'm but saying that's like, a testament to our pitching, not the not a shitting on the hitting. About that but right I'm now. saying, like, look at look at the Yankees through four games. We're what, two and two? And the problem has been Roughly. our hitting with runners in scoring position and our ability to get the bats woken up. If we're worried about hitting through four games of the season, that is a beautiful sign for us. Yeah. Because what do they always do to start the season? We do April slow. We do May full throttle. We do June full throttle. Hit a little slump in July. And then August through September, we're like, oh, my God, this is the best hitting team ever. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're historically just not. We're, we're slow starters. Yeah, we're slow starters. The Mets are fast starters and then run into a fucking brick wall. Speaking yeah. of which, did you see how those cut it. lost they today? It. It's it was so funny. What it's a bunch great. of fucking idiots. How did that end up happening? Uh, error. Bases loaded. Just Taylor made double play, threw it into the fucking net. Bobby Vanilla. No way. Yep, it was awesome. Wait, really, was really great score? play. What was the score at that point? Uh, 2-2. Two, two. Oh, my God. Oh, what <laughs> fucking jokes. DeGrom. DeGrom's leaving. That poor bastard, man. If I'm DeGrom, I'd probably DeGrom just like... a good game, too. He had six innings pitch, seven strikeouts. What else is new? This fucking poor like, guy. This poor guy just... Dude, if I was really DeGrom, I would retire. Guy. Have you seen Wait, did, did the Dodgers lose that game that Bowers thrown no hitter into the six too? No, no, they, they were up ten. They were up ten zero, but oh, he did give up uh, four, which is funny. <laughs> oh, wait, Bauer uh, gave up the four, you know, right? Wait, yeah, yeah. You Bauer know, put you up know, like a three spot after he broke the no hitter. That's what it was. They I turned the game that. on when it was a no hitter, and the second I turned it on, he gave up a hit, a home run, and then another home run, and then another home run, and I was like, I have done my job. Good, here. fuck him. <laughs> I've done my job here, but on top of that, with the, with the Mets thing, I'm I mean, happy about that. That's fun. You know what? I'm not happy about that. I I, I low key is that is that weird that I want the Mets to do well? I, I, I think it'd be like fun. a Subway Series would be fun. I would fun, love but... a Subway Series World Series. That's, oh, I, that's I want either I want. I want either a Subway Series or Owen One Sixty Two. No in between. Yeah, because like <laughs> for them. Uh, yeah. Genuinely, like everybody always says, "Oh, I'm a Mets fan, but I root for the Yankees when they're good." And That's I was like true. that, but then I met Mern, our I friend Mern Bazone. He's like a big Mets fan. I hate him, and he's the worst kind of Mets fan. <laughs> just like has to dig at the Yankees. <laughs> like I literally like I'm like, "Oh, the Mets look good this year," and he's like, "Yeah, but the Yankees fucking suck." So like, it's those kind of people that make me root for the Yankees even harder than the Mets. Like I, I would root for the Mets. I would, I would cheer them on. But fuck, fuck that guy. I think we, I think we've said all there needs to be said. Fuck the Mets. I do hope for a Subway Series, World Series, but I don't think it's happening. They just played one game, so who knows? I mean, it's a long, it's a long, long shot. season. I, no, I would really love that though. The, I mean, the, of the course city, love that, the city like, would be on fire oh in, in a good way, not in the way. It's and that and that happened last in what two thousand. Imagine 2021 with social media wearing, and everything. I'm literally wearing the shirt today. Yeah, I mean, 2000. Yeah, like 2000. Did you buy that from the ice in my pinstripes guy? Yeah. Add. That guy's fucking sweet. I like Add. that. Add. A lot when he dab. Add. Yeah. Add, All ice, right. add ice so, in my pinstripes. So we did the damn thing. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty late. It's 108. So, you know, if you're listening to this in the morning when you got a fresh cup of coffee in you, don't be judging us because we're a little bit drunk and a little bit tired. Speak for yourself. Are you not? No, I'm definitely beat okay. up. Okay, so 
going forward, it, it 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 just may be like this. So you know, if you don't like this, you know, maybe unsubscribe. But don't do that. <laughs> this is going to be kind of how it is. We do it after the podcast. After the uh, yeah, no, I know. Yeah, if this is bad, just like never give us another chance. No, but if you did like it and you made it this far, clearly you liked it. If you made it this far, um, definitely give us a five star rating on iTunes. We really appreciate that. That makes us make a lot more episodes puts us you know algorithm you know what that is so it puts us to the top makes us make more episodes if you are into that kind of thing that really helps us out and if you wanted to do the audio only we're on podcast apps anywhere you find us if you want the video only or video plus audio that's how it goes we are also on youtube so go on the bronx pinstripes youtube page and subscribe there that is where you get to see Chandler's beautiful face and his raven hat. I don't know what the fuck that is about. It's a golf but course, yeah. I play golf. Sick subtle dude. flex, but <laughs> yeah, my bad. We are all on YouTube. We're doing these every Tuesdays and Fridays for the podcast during the week. We also do series previews. We forgot to do a series preview for the Orioles because you know that's an easily forgettable thing. We have a friend who's an Orioles fan. And we always ask him, why are you an Orioles fan? He's like, somebody's got to be. So we figured we can omit that episode, and then we can we can catch him down the road. But, you know, <laughs> we'll get you back with him once in a while. But the series preview is going to come out before every, every series, i.e. previewing them. And, yeah, Tuesdays and Fridays from here on out. Bring but it home. I was giving a little plug. Hey, these there. are the 161 boys, and thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you next time. All the guys at 161st Street, I just have two words for you. See ya. Run that back, Turbo. Speed it up. Speed it up. Eat it up. Eat it up. Eat it up. Speed it up. Speed it up. Lazy, uh, my life.
I'm in a ride. Speed it up. Speed it up. Eat it up. Eat it up. Eat it up. Speed it up.